Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's the awful guy, right of the awful sports news, and thank you for coming to my podcast. Let's get into this. Bobby Wagner, former linebacker of the Seattle Seahawks, had been released, and now he's looking for a new team. Bobby Wagner is a eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ, he is or has been selected to the Hall of Fame All-2010s team. Bobby Wagner is a big deal. I know that recently um, Bobby Wagner has been looking for a big contract or at least a contract that, that he deserves. Um, 2019 to 2022, he had an average salary of $18 million by the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, total guaranteed at that time was $40 million. Now, he was supposed to be released from the contract in 2023, but, excuse me, he released was released a year earlier. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have, got, have gotten all they needed from him, and unfortunately, they're in a rebuilding phase where they can't do too much with Bobby Wagner right now, or they can't do too much with him on the, on the books. And to be completely honest with Bobby it's beneficial for him to find work somewhere else Buffalo Bills already have Von Miller uh, could they spice it up and add Bobby if they had it in the cap I'm sure they would I mean they got Trey Edmonds there Trey Edmonds in my opinion is a mid-tier linebacker it is what it is but right now Bobby Wagner is looking for something that's comparable uh, being in that eighteen million dollar range, and you know some teams have the ability to give him that signing bonus, which can ultimately free up cash for their uh, cap. Um, they can then you know get guys in free agency or move or sign guys uh, with the oncoming draft. Bobby Wagner is no schmo in that he's a superstar. Uh, like I said, six time All Pro. He has the ability to go out there and get it done. Um, he was selected to a, to um, the just recent, excuse me, Pro Bowl in 2021, uh, 77 tackles um, or combined tackles, 93 solo tackles, 77 assisted tackles. Uh, Bobby Wagner's an active guy. He's always been on it, and for a team not to take him, it would be, in my opinion, for reasons, no other reason other than uh, salary cap issues. Um, I like that the Ravens have spoken with Bobby. Ravens has always or have always have a decent de defense, and to have Bobby Wagner would, no doubt, in my opinion, help them get over the hump. Uh, looking at the details with the Ravens. Let me see if I can pull, pull that up real quick. It was said that the offer for the linebacker job was very competitive with Bobby Wagner and the Ravens. Um, let me see if I can get here. In the article by Justin Freyd, Fried or 
whatever you want to say. Um, he was talking about how Bobby Wagner and the Baltimore Ravens had talks with each other, how the Ravens were very interested in signing Mr. Wagner um, and gave him a very competitive offer. Um, ultimately, it's up to Bobby Wagner. At 31 years old, I don't think he lost a step. 93 tackles in one year is amazing. Six-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowl. I mean, you definitely get what you pay for when you get Bobby Wagner. Now, um, if I was the Ravens, I would try to find a way to sign him to a comparable three- to four-year deal and give him some guaranteed money, some some uh, signing money, money that would allow us to flex that money over time or give it to him up front in a signing bonus and build towards the back end of his contract. Next on the realm of topics, uh, Malcolm Jenkins retires from the NFL after a 13-year career. Uh, Malcolm, most notably, have has been with the New Orleans Saints. He had a brief stint in Philly, uh, won a Super Bowl here, won a Super Bowl there, uh, defeated both Manning and Brady in the Super Bowl. That's the big thing that they're talking about. Uh, Three-time Pro Bowler, like I said before, two-time Super Bowl champ. Um, farewell to Malcolm Jenkins. He's always been a stand-up guy. Um, this past season, he's had 53 solo tackles, 79 combined, two uh, QB hits. Uh, let's see, one sack, uh, a fumble recovery. Matter of fact, he had a fumble recovery a forced fumble, excuse me, in every season except one. He's had a fumble recovery in every season except two. Um, not really a big interception guy. He never was. But certainly a guy you wanted to have on your team. He was a, a, a you know, a, a aggressive guy and got into the mix. So uh, farewell to Malcolm Jenkins, hope he has a wonderful retirement, and we're moving along. I know this is really going to get you. Bruce Arians retires from head coaching. Yep. As soon as Brady got back or unretired, Bruce Arians decided after 17 years, you know what? Mm, I'm going to hang it up. <laughs> That's wild. The Buccaneers went through a a tantalizing offseason with many free agents, a few releases. They signed most of their guys back, attained more guys, attained Brady, then Bruce Arians say, you know what? I'm going to be feet. I'm straight. And takes off. It's crazy. I mean, he left having 
uh, a top 10 defense. Uh, I believe his um, offense, excuse me, uh, offense last year was uh, top two in yards, uh, top two in points per game. Um, rushing, they kind of sucked. Uh, the defense was in the top five, as, or excuse me, the top 20 as far as yards, top 10 or top five as far as points allowed. I mean, it, the team was very balanced, uh, very balanced, doing very good. And, you know, it sucks that you won a Super Bowl with a guy who put up with Tom Brady during the season um, only to have him retire. Now, I heard a few people talk about, oh, it, this was Tom Brady's doing. And you never know. It could have been. Him and Bruce was said to have had some issues early on and Brady's joining of the team. Brady has been in the league damn near 20-plus years, longer than Bruce Arians has been uh, coaching. <laughs> That's crazy. So when Tom Brady says something, damn it, it's going to happen. It's going to go down. It's going to go down. Um, there is no superstar in the game of NFL, in the NFL game, excuse me, that is bigger than Tom Brady. Not one person, not one person. But, I mean, it's just super interesting on top of that. It's not like they're in a scramble to find a head coach either. Um, they have Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, now head coach. Bowles was uh, with Miami before. He was with Philly before. He was with Arizona before. He's with the Jets for a while. Now he's with um the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His defense has been doing pretty well. Um, very balanced. And, you know, they have Tom Brady as the offensive coordinator. So I think they'll be in good hands. Um, Todd Bowl was never, in, I'm not going to say he was never an awful coach. Um, I know that in his last three seasons with the uh, New York Jets, he was 5-11, and 11, which is atrocious. Atrocious. But at the same time, um, 2015, they had a winning loss record of 10-6. to 6. So they, they were pretty good one year. After that, the train went off the rails, and he was unable to get things back on track and the front office gave him the boot. We all know what that boot feels like. You feel like you're doing something good and you feel like you're amazing. Then you just get that kick in the behind and next thing you know, you're, you're looking for a job elsewhere. Todd Bowles has been coaching for well over 20 years. Well over 20 years. Almost, 30, almost mm, I believe over, over 20 years. 20 plus years. Uh his forte is defense. He's been doing that for a very long time. Um, offense, I'm not too sure what these guys got for an uh, offensive coordinator. I know that there are talented guys out there. But let me see if I can find a... Offensive coordinator. 
Brian Lefwich, uh, offensive coordinator. I, I'm not sure if Brian is still staying with them. I know he's really talented. and know that Brian really wanted to get that head coaching head coaching position, excuse me, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he, in my opinion, would have done an amazing job. But in my article on theawfulguy.com, I spoke about how, you know, um, there was creativity and experience. What, what are you going to pick? You're going to pick a proven guy who's won the Super Bowl, or you're going to pick Byron, who is talented, but hasn't proved anything on a head coaching level. But anyways, going back to Tampa, it's going to be very interesting. Maybe Byron will have more of a prominent role when it comes to choosing plays. And with that resume after this year, there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be at least top three for every coaching job out there. And it's not just because of the Rooney rule, which we'll have to do a little discussion on. Um, But Byron really has talent. Um, He will be able to hone it this year. Hopefully he does well. It would do wonders for his resume. But the Buccaneers, in my opinion, will be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, The Saints are all over the place. Uh, I I don't even know what what the Saints are doing. Let me see. What are the Saints doing? Let me see. The Saints the Saints always look awful. Well, uh, eh, they were nine and eight last year. Uh the Falcons are seven and ten. I don't see the I I don't see the Falcons making any noise. The Carolina Panthers, David Tepper is I believe it's David Tepper. He's pissing everybody off. One of the richest owners in the NFL, and he can't get players to come to his team. There's got to be an issue with it. This guy, he, got to, he has to be a micromanager on some level. I don't know. It's just ri- ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It, it just has to be something wrong with him. You know? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the Saints, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not amazing right now. Not spectacular. Falcons, the cap has had them crippled for years. Got rid of Matt Ryan, have Marcus Mariota. I don't see anything spectacular happen, happening there unless they totally change their identity and become a, um, a play-action, 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 play-action team, which they very well can. So I don't know. I think it's going to be Tampa Bay, uh, the Falcons. I think or- New Orleans will be third, and the Panthers will, will remain fourth. But I think the Tampa Bay Bucks are doing just fine. Uh, the Rams are definitely going to be an issue next year. Um, Cardinals are going to be an issue next year. San Fran, I'm expecting to be good and in, in, in become an issue next year. Green Bay is going to do good. Dallas is going to do good. Washington, believe it or not, I believe they have the propensity to do to finish second Second, excuse me. I think they can finish second. Um, uh, it's it's going to be a toss-up with them and the Eagles, the Giants. I don't know. I don't know. Respect for my boy Dayball, Brian Dayball. Hopefully he does well. But I don't see too much noise being made over there. Um, but, yeah, 
Todd Bowles, he will do fairly well. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will do fairly, fairly well. And I think that'll be that. Now, if you got any questions, I know Anchor, I'm not sure about any other platform, but Anchor allows you to send me messages and we can conversate on whatever topics you give me. Um, I'm more than willing to, you know, do my homework on them and uh, we can get some topics going. Um, just remember that I'm available on almost every podcasting platform. Come join, listen. If you got a uh, long ride to work or if you're going to pick up the kids and, you know, just put the podcast in, uh, press play and uh, just let it roll. We'll have a good time. But until then, I'll see you next time. Thank you.